The Chattanooga Drive-In Show is presented by Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard, the highest quality tires for all makes and models of vehicles, and the best service in town. Chattanooga Drive-In Show, Friday edition. It's going to be an interesting show. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about. We'll talk about that. We also have a guest in. Um, representing Cadus, requested by Cadus, one of our sponsors, of course, sponsor of the Upfront Wrap-Up, asked if Mackenzie Edwards could come in and talk to us about her story. She is the wife of Ryan Edwards, who was one of the baby daddies on the original MTV show, um, was 16 it preg- and, 16 16 and, and pregnant? pregnant. The, that was a that was a one off show. Yeah, it, was, it kind of became the pilot for Teen Mom. And then Teen Mom, right? And so she has gone through adventures and uh, recovery with her husband and a very interesting lady. Very She's going to be joining us in just a little bit. Yeah, uh, we'll go ahead and go through the normal routine for the first part of the show, though. Welcome to it. Thank you to Quality Tire Pros over on Cherokee for being our presenting sponsor. If you have any work, you know what? And a lot of people are in my position right now. Um, Air conditioning not quite working right. They do that as well, and I'll be running by there at some point probably. See, now it turned cool again. I'll continue to put it off. I'm just, that's just part of my personality. <laughs> You'll just have your oh, windows. man, it's you cool today. Down anyway. I, don't, I don't have to do it today. And by the way, you noticed I pulled all the way yes, back I did. today. I did, and, and I said out loud, oh, he did it right. As soon as I pulled in the, my parking space and pulled all the way back in where my literally my bumper's <laughs> touching the fence, I remembered the original reason why I pulled up because somebody blocked me in. Somebody Nobody's actually parked. Pa- somebody did. Who's going to park in front of you? Some asshole. Somebody okay, did. Right. I'm just saying. I don't know who it was. I ended up, I walked in here saying somebody's got Has me blocked in. Has anybody else in this room ever been blocked in by any other vehicle? Yes, I have. What? Thank you very much. All right, fine. Why are you always talking Thanks out of the other side it. of your head? I don't understand. <laughs> you just ought to just, just listen to people's stories and just, just take the cotton out of your mouth, put it in your ears. That's no, my job, the, yeah, yeah, That's yeah, my job. Well, this parking lot sucks. There's no doubt about that. It was not made for this kind of traffic. Uh, anyway, <laughs> what were they thinking? None of that's important. <laughs> um, I just I wanted to point out one thing before we got started. Actually, a couple of things very fast. Did I, I did I send you the video of the the glass bridge like we had the Holmberg Bridge you that have crumbled? Sent it to me now four times. Okay, and I, I've watched it four times. I I, I, I want to post it because I want to make it the video <laughs> du jour. What a, what a cruel thing. It is. Do you remember me talking about sitting there and watching at Riverbend, people walking across the glass bridge? Yes. And they didn't realize it was a glass bridge until yes. they got halfway across it and they would start oh, yeah. freaking out? Well, in Japan, where they are cruel and sick, <laughs> and their sense of humor is very, very strange, and schadenfreude lives greatly in the population there, they actually have a bridge that goes over a very, very high drop over a roadway. A long bridge. And, and it, it is set up where you get to about the third pane, and it starts doing computer simulated cracks <laughs> in it's, the glass. It's cruel. I mean, and literally, it looks and it, it's the cracks change every time they take a step. Yeah. And uh, it, it literally makes a new crack. And these people just wig out. I'm surprised nobody's actually jumped off the bridge yeah, and into traffic. Right. It's hilarious to watch, but it is. I mean, I'm sur- I, if you did that here, you would be sued right. out oh, yeah. of existence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because the, the, these, you know, people who literally were scared of heights. They would not survive this. They'd it have would, a thrombosis. It could, it could give someone a heart attack. Yeah. yeah. Uh, watched the first Herschel Walker spot this morning for Georgia Senate. I saw that too. A very uneventful spot. Yes. He doesn't even mention, Brian, 
at all, of course, and, and <clears throat> you know, in Georgia, nobody has to tell anybody who Herschel Walker is, but doesn't even mention the fact that he played for the Georgia Bulldogs, Heisman. He just, you know, a typical political spot, boring, to be frank, and just talks about being Trump-endorsed. This show, by the way, is Trump-endorsed, <laughs> and it's endorsed by Sheriff Jim Hammond, and it's endorsed by the IBPO. Um, but, yeah, it, not a whole lot to it. No flair, no, no, no bling, nothing special. I'm a conservative, Trump-backed, I'm going to save schools, blah, blah. They probably just want to keep it as generic and as simple as possible so it doesn't get any kind of yeah, that backlash think, from anybody. I don't, I don't do. think they want to attract any more attention to his deficits as a candidate as possible. Not, right. not everybody knows that he is a diagnosed what is it, schizophrenic yeah. or multiple, something? Multiple, oh. multiple uh, personality. Oh, yeah, multiple personality disorders. And, and, <laughs> you never and, heard and domestic, get along well. Domestic abuse. Yeah, he's, his, not everybody his, his knows that. His record is not good. Well, they um, do now. Not, well, not even, not many people, <laughs> not, yeah. a lot of Georgia football fans care. No, they don't. No, it's her, he's Herschel. Vote um, for one of me. And and uh, on, <laughs> on the media tip, before we get into the news and the sports and that front wrap-up, and then we'll bring McKenzie in. Um, Roger Stone is doing a show on Lindell TV. Y'all, y'all oh, know that Mike ew. Lindell has his own little mini <laughs> streaming network now, right? No, I Lindell did not know TV that. and Roger Stone on his. I think you're the only person who his, does know his that. show yesterday. <laughs> you seek this out. He he was pitching My Pillow doggy beds. That's that's how that's how far the president's director of dirty tricks has fallen since his position in the Trump administration. He's pitching my pillow doggy beds, and the sound and the video are so out of sync. <laughs> Forty-four seconds into this live commercial at the beginning of the show, Mike the engineer comes on audio and tells him to please send the live feed and not the delayed feed. <laughs> and Roger doesn't even know how to do that or what that means, so he just continues, and it's like watching a bad, bad old Japanese sci-fi flick, you know. <laughs> and that's exactly I just. It, it, seek it out. It's it's hilarious, and the thing I actually was going to point out, and got off on this tear. Um, I actually looked at the numbers yesterday. Joe Biden's proposed climate budget, all right, for fighting climate change, mm -hmm. is point nine billion dollars less. So figure out what that is in your in your own head than what Elon Musk paid for Twitter. So that's how committed we are to climate change. <laughs> Elon Musk reaches into his pocket and pulls out $44 billion mm -hmm. to buy Twitter, which you guys all agree is apparently a useless you know, social media format. And what America is doing to lead the way in the fight against climate change is just under a billion dollars more than that. So I just thought that was an interesting priorities. comparison. Yeah, priorities, priorities. <laughs> I'd rather have Twitter. First things last. Last things first. All right. All right, we'll go ahead and get started now officially with the news with Russell Stroud and some headlines for you. Well, I've got a lot today, actually. Sure, I know. Firstly, uh, one man was shot and another one was on the run after a fight at a gas station in Cleveland. The police were told that the two individuals got into an altercation at the Texaco on Dalton, Park, uh, Dalton Pike Southeast. The victim was shot in the shoulder. He managed to walk away from the scene before the police arrived. He was then taken to the hospital. The alleged shooter was named as Michael E. Moore, who faces charges of attempted first-degree murder, possession of a firearm during the commission of a dangerous felony, and reckless endangerment. A worker in an x-ray room at the VA clinic on Shaliford Road was burned in a flash fire Wednesday afternoon. 
the unnamed victim was taken to the hospital with minor burns. The fire was already out when firefighters arrived. Because it happened in the x-ray room, crews with radiological equipment scanned to make sure there was no leak of deadly gamma rays. The all-clear was given shortly afterward. It was determined that oxygen tanks sparked and uh, caused that fire, although what caused the spark is still under investigation. Chattanooga Mayor Tim Kelly is going to hold his State of the City event at the Tivoli on May the 5th from 2 to 4.30 p.m. There will be limited seating because it's the Tivoli, so registration ahead of time is required, but the event is open to everyone from the community who can register in time. Former Salt Lake City or Salt Lake County Mayor uh, Ben McAdams is going to be a guest speaker at that event. And last two, one person was injured in a duplex fire. Happened early Wednesday morning. Reports say the victim is an elderly woman who was badly burned on both her hands and uh, apparently her legs as well. She suffered smoke inhalation. In total, five people were displaced by the fire. The Red Cross has stepped in to assist. And finally, the Murray County Sheriff's Office is asking for the public's help in tracking down two missing kids. 11-year-old Emily Presley and 13-year-old Cameron Presley. Uh, it's a girl and a boy. They were both last seen wearing backpacks walking away from their home on Maple Grove Church Road. They were last seen on Tuesday afternoon. If you know where they are, contact the Murray County Sheriff's Office. And now from the Annex, it's Dave Hooker. Well, it can't get any worse. Dave Hooker off the hook sports. Mark Emmert, the NCAA president, has said he will step down. By June of 2023, if not before then, his uncertainty has certainly been a constant theme throughout his 12-year tenure as the NCAA president, which basically means he has done nothing. The game and its regulations have completely changed. If I'd have told you 12 years ago that you could pay players, you'd call me crazy. If I would have told you you could transfer and play immediately, you would have called me crazy. Now, all of this is good for the players, but what does it mean for college football? No idea. have no idea what it's going to look like in three, five, and ten years. I just know this, that somebody was asleep at the wheel and had zero power to do anything as the SEC basically ran roughshod all over college football. Who just adds a Texas and Oklahoma for the fun of it? In all sincerity, you'll have several athletic directors from different schools that want this job, that think they can do this job. But in reality, the commissioner of the SEC is indeed the president of the NCAA. And that's not going to change anytime soon. Football drives the bus financially. Mark Emmert does nothing but drive the Titanic, which is essentially what he did via a post by our friend at ESPN, Ryan McGee. So Mark Emmert, I guess we'll see you when we see you, whenever you decide to step down or who knows, maybe he'll just enter the transfer portal and go to another school. What a terrible tenure. Dave Hooker off the hook sports. On the sports tip, very quickly, last night, of course, the NFL draft extravaganza. I don't use that word lightly. In Vegas, Vegas pulled out all the stops and did a, a Vegas-style show. Of course, the draft has become a major entertainment draw anyway. But, I mean, it was dancing girls, you know, uh, gambling icons all over the place. Ice Cube performed. Weezer performed. What? Yeah, seriously, at the NFL draft. Each spectrum. Given, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, given the, you know, 
uh, in, in all and Kenny G. transparency <laughs> exactly. and openness here. Uh, you know, we, we do pre-record the show, so I will be really interested to see where the dogs Trayvon Walker ends up. And I'm assuming the Titans are going to draft a quarterback. Do you have any strong feelings about that, Brian? I, think I, I don't. Might, I don't care about the draft. I no. pick up. Uh, I, I pick After. up where all these pieces fall yeah. months from now. I, I don't. I don't. I don't watch college football enough to know any of these Ryan players. Ryan Tannehill, brilliant season and postseason, he just seems to fall off. And I, I don't think, think they'll take a quarterback first. No, I don't think there's. I don't think there's a good yeah. quarterback in this entire draft. By, by the time By the time everybody's hearing this, we'll we'll know the answer to that. But it's it'll be something you know that. I, I watched it last night. Put it to you that way. I watched it last night. Okay, uh, a couple of local things real fast. I don't remember if you mentioned this. Um, I don't think it actually was in the news cycle yesterday. The guy that is wanted for murder and the Tuesday night shooting up in Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, on Dalton Bay. Did you get that, Michael yeah. e. Moore? Did you see the the, the shot of him? No. It's like he, oh, yeah, it's like like he literally posed for the camera. It's like Quasimodo. Yeah, going exactly. Like this the camera. He, he couldn't be any <laughs> closer to the camera. Yeah. His, his entire face and shoulders, except he's mugging for like an album cover. <laughs> like, you know, like he's trying to be Ice Cube. He reminds me of the shot, not Quasimodo, but um, uh, the the assistant in the Frankenstein movies, you know? Where yeah, he's Igor. Like, Igor. Igor. Yeah. Igor. <laughs> I'm sorry. The guy's wanted for murder. It, it he shouldn't was be, I mean, shouldn't be laughing. It's sort of... And also, I know this is this is old news to a degree, but uh, Benjamin Brown, the young man that was suspected and now convicted in the death of that two-year-old oh, Annie Show, we I we I remember not talking about that story at all on the air when we were all doing the radio show because I just couldn't stand it. Yeah. I, cu- I couldn't deal with the details at all on any level and just kind of ignored it. It was interesting to see though his fiance in the courtroom. She also was awaiting trial. Mm-hmm. So she watched him, and the, 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 he was convicted, but of lesser charges than they went for. Yeah, All right, was, from yeah. from the from the the international scene and national scene, Minneapolis police found to have been practicing racially motivated tactics, racial profiling. No surprise there. Uh, yeah, I mean, just you know, it happened after, of course, the investigation was launched by human rights organization right after George Floyd's death, and they came back with a definitive yes. These guys preyed on black people. And I imagine a lot of cities could uh, fit that uh, uh, description. Uh, the European Union calling the Russian cutoff of gas, which we talked about yesterday, to Poland and Belarus, blackmail. Right. We're going to talk about Putin weaponizing energy. That's essentially what he's done here, whether it's blackmail, yeah, I guess. That's what we didn't call it that. The European Union did. They're the ones that are going to be more effect, affected by it. This doesn't affect us at all. We'll, we'll, talk, we'll be talking about weaponization of various things a little bit later on the show. We'll at least touch on it. Now, Putin's threat to us yesterday, essentially saying, we have weapon systems nobody's ever seen. We're not going to brag about them. We're just going to use them. And that could be nukes. It could be chemical. It could be cyber attack. It could be microwave-directed weaponry. I, I don't know. Stink bombs. I, I don't know <laughs> what all could be involved, but... I mean, they're, they've thrown all their cards on the table. Uh, they're saying we will, we will match and said it will be a lightning-quick retaliation if anybody interferes. A blitzkrieg, if you will. Yeah, exactly. And they say they're going after the, uh, the Nazis in Ukraine. Yeah. Uh, in China... Uh, we have the avian flu uh, outbreak that we talked about, just like over here. Yeah, the it was like H7N8 or whatever. Yeah, the HBN3, I think. <laughs> yeah, uh, but like but but they they had the first human case. We talked about that yesterday. Uh. Here, oh, you'll love this. You'll love this, Jen. You who 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 doesn't swat a fly. Uh, <laughs> That's true. One, twenty-eight <laughs> states have killed twenty-two million chickens and turkeys 
just because to prevent the, the yeah. spread of the bird flu. They weren't infected. They just want to wipe out measure. the entire population yeah. to make sure it doesn't spread any further. One farm in Rembrandt, Iowa, killed 5.3 million chickens by burning them alive oh my God. in a massive kiln. They do the same Why thing. Why would they do that? I, well, it's just the quickest and easiest way to get rid of them. They I do guess. the same thing to pigs. I, I it's yeah, if it, and I mean just just they they, they, they don't go through the process of you know killing them like they do a cow you know at a at a at, you know at a butchery yeah, cows they are big. they literally just throw them in there if they're going to get rid of them they just burn them alive yeah and I mean of course that and, is horrible and there, there's chickens which may be the dumbest animals on the planet dumber than there. the fly that Jen doesn't swap. A swat, but I mean, then pigs are highly intelligent, very more, much. More, smarter than your dog, very more than likely. Much so. uh, I don't so know why they don't just shoot them. To be, I mean, if you're gonna kill them, you may as well be nice. I don't them. know. Uh, Fauci declared now, see, exactly. all day yesterday, if you're gonna kill them, be nice about it. Yeah. Well, that's you know, no country for old men. That thing that he used as a weapon, that was what they used to kill cattle with, and do yeah. still d- use to kill cattle with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They used to when they would line them up in the slaughterhouses. A sling they're, blade? They, they would, no, 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 they they were that's, oh, that's, no, that's your different thing, movie. The sling blade. Different movie. No, they'd, they'd have a big burly man with a sledgehammer, and they would they would line them up into a corral, and mm-hmm. the cow would come through this little you know chute, and he'd just pound them in the head with a sledgehammer and kill them. Yep. And then they said, "There's got to be an easier way to do this. We don't have enough big burly men to do this all day." So they came up with the hydraulic little boom. And it just, it's just a thing that put, you put it's it like in the forehead. Gun. It's like an air gun. It's like a nail gun Yeah, it, it's yeah. a nail right gun, where, but it's, the nail is retractable. It comes out about that far and oh. then goes back in with the power of a, of a thousand suns, and, <laughs> and it just it just kills them dead. The worst part is when it doesn't work. Yeah, I imagine that's, that's an ugly thing. It's weird. Now, Fauci declared the pandemic to be over yesterday kind in the United of, yeah. States, and then I turn around in this morning's coverage as he doesn't say that. Yesterday... All the news outlets were saying Dr. Fauci was saying the pandemic was over in the United States, the winter push was done, and we were now le- dealing with an endemic, you know, scenario. Mm-hmm. And today they're saying that he didn't really say that. Yeah, it's kind of complicated. So what what he did say More confusion. was what he really did say was he did say we're out of the pandemic phase. He said America can be considered to be out of the pandemic phase. Uh, and then he said a whole bunch of gobbledygook that didn't make any sense. After it just that. continues to have everybody scratching their head. Moderna asking for approval for a five and under vaccine. Pfizer is asking Jeez. for the right to give boosters to five through twelve year olds, I believe. Five uh-huh. through twelve year olds. Uh, and I couldn't help but notice all of the vaccines that kids are being asked to 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 get these days, or parents are being asked, I mean, this is direct-to-consumer advertising, yeah. meningitis vaccines. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. What is the papillovirus yes. the, the, the vaccine? HPV, mm-hmm. yeah. HPV, HPV vaccines. I mean, they're just, we're, we're, we're lousy with vaccines these days. Sure and are. and they're, they're using, I mean, scary tactics. They might very well be justified to get your kid out there and get vaccinated again and again and again and again. I Kind of an uphill battle right now, considering the way most of America feels. Yeah, about, I mean, even if even if they even if they took the vaccine, most people weren't I enjoying think it. Depends it. on the pediatrician. I haven't gotten a shot for anything in like twenty years, so I don't know. Uh, all right, so uh, the uh, prisoner swap again, sort of old news. I need to touch on it. Yeah, Trevor Reed. Um, Glad was, he's back. But 
I'm glad he's back. His parents said, I don't care who they swap for him. That's, <laughs> that's a parent's honest opinion. Yeah. I don't care who they swap for him. They can give him we can give him 20 drug dealers. It doesn't bother us. We want our son back. Yeah, it's not he, like the guy they traded was like espionage, like freaking murderer. He oh, was yeah, like, he was drug trafficker, big-time drug trafficker, yeah. and we had him for a, a 20-year sentence. Trevor, uh, was he a Marine? I believe so, yes. A Marine? And he just got drunk in Russia and got into a tussle with a couple of cops who were trying to arrest him, and they gave him a you know three-year sentence or more, yeah. five-year sentence. I think he served basically close to three, didn't he? He, he was almost going to be out, yeah. And the, the thing about this case is that it's not like he didn't deserve to go to prison because he, he totally did. but uh, Not that long. Well, I, don't, I mean, three years for assaulting an officer is pretty light, I would say. Well, the officer probably had it coming, too. You think so? In Russia? Yeah, <laughs> Maybe, I'd, I'd I say it more than likely. You know, don't go laying your hands on a drunk Marine. Well, I mean, you know, that's a bad idea. That's an odd bias to take, but okay. Well, he certainly was. While in jail, he got tuberculosis and COVID. Yeah, they had to assist him onto the end of the to the ambulance. I'm not saying Russian prisons are great, but I'm saying like if the headline in America was "Drunk Marine Punches Cop Gets Three Years," no one's going to bat an eye. Uh, Madeline Albright laid to rest with great fanfare, uh, and uh, you know, she uh, that's an inspiring story. I I mean, born and died like last year. Yesterday, right? Yeah, just yesterday. Yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't last year, uh, but they also combined yeah. it with the memorial service for somebody else, and I can't remember who it was. <laughs> Some memorial uh, service. No, yeah, I was, I'm sorry. Well, Never they, they, forget. They, they focused on her. It wasn't um, that long ago. Uh, it was like last year. Born in Prague, her parents literally had to hide from the Nazis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they fled into London and hid in the, the tubes and the subway system during World War II, went back to Prague, and then the commies come in and take over, and they fled again. So she actually uh, got her citizenship in '57, in 1957, and rose from those very humble beginnings. Imagine the depravity of living in a subway during World yeah. War II, and you know becomes the first female Secretary of State. Um, let's see here. More than half statewide, and 76 percent of the kids in Chattanooga according to this new uh, report called mm-hmm. the Alice Report, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what that stands for in a minute, yeah. live in struggling households. Well, now that's basically, mm. you know, your your quality of living versus your wages. Your cost of living is is less than your wages or greater than your wages. Oh. Greater this, than. This is, how, that's, this is how they basically do it. So if it's less than, you're doing no, okay. It's le- no, it, it's, 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 it's just, greater it's than. The, the cost struggle. is greater than. Transportation, child care, food, medicine, health, housing, uh, taxes, and phones. Mm-hmm. Phones, those are the things they actually measure. Yeah, phones are a necessity. So say. again, I, but, but you notice that there is no... Um, um, Utilities? Yeah. Utilities yeah. or or like you know water. Wi-Fi or you know high-speed fiber network. Well, if you have a phone, you've got internet access. Yeah, somewhere. In one form or another. But uh, Alice stands for Asset Limited Income Constrained Employed. So this mm-hmm. is the working poor. Well, back in my day, it stood for all-purpose lightweight individual carrying equipment. <laughs> Alice was just the name of the restaurant, uh, the guy that owned the restaurant. All right, so uh, the House <laughs> okayed Erlanger's shift to a nonprofit. That's the state house. Tell us to go to the state senate. Disney says that the state of Florida, before it takes over, has to pay the bills. Isn't it like $54 billion? A billion. Oh, just a one? Billion, a billion dollars. A billion dollars in back bills that they have been paying for the state of Florida through the Reedy Creek Improvement District. Whoops. And they said, you can't take over unless you want to take over 
our bills and liabilities as well. That seems kind of dirty. So I'm telling I mean. you, I'm telling you, I'm going to talk to our <laughs> listener, our loyal listener down in Orlando, who who texts me every once in a while and, and gives us some really good content for the for the show. As my, he's the one that sent me the video of the cracking bridge. Right, bridge. Right. And sometimes it's serious, sometimes it's not. He lives in Orlando, and I'm going to get a feel. Those people are going to be pissed within six months to a year from now. If this thing stands, they are going to be so angry at DeSantis. This is not a good play in the long game for him. In no, my it's, it's the problem with Disney, in my opinion, is that Disney never should have been given the district in the first place. So it's like, on the one hand, yeah, it should probably be taken away. But on the other hand, there's probably a more elegant way to do it. Uh, Californians cut to one day per week for outdoor water use. And they take it very seriously. Yeah, they do. You talk about the old, you know, if you see something, say something, narc on your neighbor, yeah. you know, mentality that we have yeah. these days. It's alive and well in California because they all resent it, but they all know it's necessary. They're dealing with record, never before seen drought levels. And so if somebody's watering their lawn more than one day a week or just out there just watering their plants with a garden hose, they will bust them and they will pay fines and that's what it's gotten to out there and the last one i was going to throw in here for the uh, upfront wrap up brought to you by cadis and we'll be talking about of course cadis in just a little bit with our guest council for alcohol and drug abuse services um kevin mccarthy house minority leader whose you know various tapes keep coming out saying various things that are very critical it of seems Trump like, and the Republican Party. It seems like every other day he's got a new. Well, tape they're doing out. it. Yeah, and, and guess what? The two reporters working on this have a book coming out. Of course they. Of do. course they do. This guy's got more tapes than the Jerky Boys. I mean, it, I'm seriously. I mean, and 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 they had a big gathering yesterday. He made his first comments since all this stuff began to break. And saying that you know Trump was he needed to be reeled in the GOP was going to really suffer in the long run, mm -hmm. and they all got together and he said, "I guess I'm sorry." And they said, "You know what? He's Whoops. still our man. We're gathered around him. He's going to be the next Speaker of the House, with the exception of three. And guess who two of them were? Marjorie Taylor Greene and Taylor Boebert. Yeah, well, uh, no, actually, 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 Matt Gates, Matt oh, Gates, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene weighed in. Matt uh, Matt Gates weighed in. Matt Gates said. These are the words of weak men. Okay. When, he was, okay. when he was talking about, I'm, I'm worried about the state of the country. We're in a mess right now, and I don't want the Republicans to make it worse. This, this These are the words head. of weak men. And the other one that Matt jumped Gates in is was... known for being a big, burly, strong yeah, man. Scott, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Scott Perry out of Pennsylvania uh, was also a detractor. But anyway, oh, okay. um, yeah, here, oh, here, here's, here's the, this guy. Uh, Representative Congressman Glenn Grothman out of Wisconsin came out and looked at the reporters and goes, you guys just keep obsessing over January 6th. Nobody cares. It's history. It is history. And most Americans care to some degree. I don't care to the degree that these reporters do because they act like it's freaking the end of the world. But well, I think it's worth like still keeping an eye on it. I, I, it's, we're still trying to get to the bottom of it, so I'm not even sure exactly what we're keeping an eye on right this very, very, very second. Well, that's right. the thing is, like the the journalists aren't going to do anything to progress it because it's it's what's going on in court. Well, I was going to say the court coverage is much more important than them speculating about stuff because it doesn't matter. I don't, I don't, I don't think you can say it's no big deal what happened on January 6th and you certainly can't gloss over it. No, I mean, it was definitely a big deal. It hasn't even it hasn't even begun yet. The real shoes, the big shoes 
have yet to drop. That's true. Yeah, I just don't think, like, I, I don't have any expectations of any major arrests or anything, but we'll see. We'll see. All right, we're going to go ahead and do a little switch up here. Right. Russell is going to switch away, and we're going to get to Mackenzie Edwards to switch in. And I tell you what, so, since because we have her in here, and I think you're going to find this to be a very interesting interview. Yeah, She's a very interesting lady, and I, 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 I have to admit, I'm not a reality TV show fan in any way, shape, or form, and I certainly didn't watch uh, those shows. I do remember I when there was, you know, this talk about a Chattanooga young lady that yeah, was on the first season. It. Yeah, uh, but I, we're we're gonna we're gonna take some of our normal segments and we're gonna just go ahead and bump them for today. I will just say real fast, if we were gonna be doing what are you doing, I would definitely add this one Monday at the Signal. Lucas Nelson and Promise of the Real. That's Willie okay. Nelson's son, yeah. the one who sounds almost exactly like him. And uh, that one surprised me. I didn't see it coming. I think they just added it recently. Mm -hmm. So that's Monday night, and that is at The Signal. And he is remarkably talented. I mean, y you know, he could ride on his dad's coattails forever, and he does perform with his father quite often. Mm -hmm. Their version of Just Breathe, the Eddie Vedder song, Oh, oh, absolutely. I've not heard that. Yeah, the one, I would like the, to hear that. The one from uh, Into the Wild? Yeah. Oh, absolutely I love just that. amazing. That whole soundtrack's beautiful. Okay, all right. So we have in the studio with us here Mackenzie Edwards, and good morning to you, ma'am. Good morning. How are you? Her friends call her Mac. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I, I just, I professed my ignorance as I just <laughs> did again, and I'll, and I'll do it a third time. I, I'm not a reality TV show guy. I'm not in the age bracket, not the target demo. I remember doing talk radio at the time that it was a big deal that there was there were Chattanooga people in the first season of I guess sixteen and pregnant at first mm -hmm. it was kind of like a pilot episode they thought it was right. going to be one off wildly popular they bring it back and it becomes Teen Moms right well it's you drama really strike me as a reality TV guy oh really <laughs> I'm <laughs> really shocked yeah. <laughs> I think the Kardashians would be right, oh, up, right up my alley <laughs> yeah I, I I think maybe like watching a train wreck you know you, you can't, can't you look can't away. look away you just can't look away uh, so so now Mackenzie was not the Teen Mom. Her husband was the baby daddy the teen on the dad. show. Yeah, teen dad. <laughs> All right, so give, give me a little bit of background, just real fast, on the show for those okay. who, like me, who are just kind of in the dark. So, And I apologize. No, it's okay. So it's a show that started out on MTV, um, and like you said, it was just going to be a one-off situation, I guess. This is way before my time. Yeah, before you were on the scene. <laughs> yeah. And... Um, you know, my husband had a big old mouth and said it like it was, and they took it and ran with it. Well, they loved that. Oh, oh, that's, loved that's it. That's right yeah. up their alley. He, he's that's real exactly good what at just for, yeah. digging his own grave. Yeah, you yeah know? exactly. <laughs> On The Apprentice, I, even I know who Omarosa is. Right. You know, all right, so Omarosa, whatever. Yeah, Omarosa. Mm -hmm. And so it just has kept going, and here we are. We've been done for two years, but the show is still going. It is oh, still wow. it is still a, mm -hmm. a, a syndicatable show, it I is, guess. Uh, syndicated and they're, they're bullshit. Doing, yeah, and they're, and, they're, and they're doing new episodes yeah. all the time. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And and but your husband is has discontinued. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You came on the scene, and and first of all, let's get the plug so, in for for Cadis. Let okay, me let me do, do that, that real first. real fast. You were you were asked by Cadis mm -hmm. to come in, and yes. so you've got some stuff going on with them right mm -hmm. now. And even though you yourself have not been an addict or alcoholic, mm -hmm. your husband was. Mm -hmm. So you have, you've, you've probably She's got an a, advocate a black belt in Al-Anon, yeah. I'm sure. There's you know. just not a space Narconon. here in Chattanooga for families or spouses or support individuals um, of addicts that 
there's not a variety, you know. There's no Ronald McDonald house for 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 the for the spouses Mm -mm. and people who are going through this. No, and so you know, there's not a book either that says this is exactly what you need to do. And you know, let me reference when certain situations come up. And so, I'm really excited to partner with them and kind of open those doors and shatter those ceilings. Your your husband Ryan, you need to get that out there, Ryan. So so you guys who did watch it will know who we're talking about, and I'm sure you do that, you know, anyway. The the asshole. That's just all you got to say, and they'll know exactly who who it is. I thought people thought me. I thought that was my title. Uh, Give you a run for your money, probably. So 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 Ryan, as I understand it, was not an alcoholic. He was an addict, mostly to benzos and. And downers, a little bit yeah. of heroin, a little bit of fentanyl. He, he was, he's lucky. It to was mainly that. opiates, yeah, yeah, with a side of benzos. <laughs> and you came on the scene, and, and Jen, you just jump in, but you came on the scene, not even knowing you guys were dating mm-hmm. before you even knew who he was, or he did not share that information. With I you knew up front. that you know they had done a sixteen and pregnant, but who would have thought that a twenty eight year old man was on a show called Teen Mom? You know, at the time when we met, like, yeah. Uh, Imagine my confusion. I thought, I thought, the, yeah, I thought you were the girl on Team Mom I until until this morning. I totally did too. I really did until you arrived. So, I didn't know. Yeah. Mm-mm. And so we met at the gym, and then to my shock, he was on a show called, you know, Teen Mom. You 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 said that he literally said, "I can't do whatever you were going to yeah. do that day." I have to they, film because I have to film, so and I'm film thinking, "What? You're going." Porn. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm hooked up with a porn star, right? So I'm telling my mom, and I'm like, she's like, what does he do? You know, what's he do for a living? And I was like, he's a television personality. She starts thinking it's a weatherman. Oh. She's like, man, okay, your taste has changed, well, but that, okay. That, w- that would be much worse. Yeah. Uh, with apologies to David Carnes, my friend <laughs> out there, and Tom Benson and all the rest. Uh, just joking around, but... but I, uh, so when did you become aware of his addiction, his active addiction, and the fact that your life was going to be impacted by it? It was honestly on the way to our wedding is when I really figured out that wow. something was bad wrong. You know, it wasn't like a, I took too much Xanax or what for my prescription. You know, it was like a something's really wrong here. And there were a bunch of articles about that yes. specific car ride to your wedding. Yes, it was on TV. Um, really? Mm-hmm. And so as a, I was 21 at the time, and as a 21-year-old sheltered individual that I was, you know. Now she told us she grew up in a very tight bubble. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it par- does not exist par- in this par- world. Parental, parental control bubble. Yeah. Only child went to Silverdale Baptist Academy. And uh, and so I kind of love that. Liter- literally, just didn't didn't have even any real comprehension no. that that world was even out there. Yeah, and, and they it, it certainly didn't know it had intersected with yours. No, and you know, growing up, you heard about drugs, and we didn't even have like a drug education course. I don't even know if that's a thing. It needs to be. It needs to be a thing these sure it days. Does. Um, but I don't even. I, we didn't have anything like that, and so critical drug theory. Drugs, you know, yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah. What are those? You know, those are bad. That sounds really bad. Don't do it. Yeah, it, and that for me, like that's enough. But for everybody, a lot of other people, like that's not enough. You know, you can't just sure. go by the it's a dare method. You know, it, it's it's a disease. I mean, it and, is. and then some people are are predestined to be more susceptible to it. Their genes are just plain wide open. Their receptors literally are wide open for for abuse. Does he come from a family of of, of addiction? No, no. Okay. Ryan grew up in a very structured household with really just 
incredible, outstanding parents, um, a very tight knit home, family life, you know, and honestly, it just started so innocently um, and just kind of took over. Okay, so I want to get this right. You're yeah. on your way to your wedding. Yes. Very young, mm-hmm. very young, very naive still. Yeah. On your wedding day. Mm-hmm. So this was supposed to be like our legal ceremony. Yeah. And then we're having our big one in November. I understand. That's yeah. exactly the way I got married, <laughs> as a matter of fact. We got married, uh, and, and um, I proposed, and we got married right then. Oh. Uh, by a boat captain. And then later on, actually had a ceremony that everybody else could attend. Yeah. It was kind of our reception, right. really. And so we doubled up. Mm-hmm. So that's what you were going to do. But he just all but passes out at the wheel and yeah. you pull out your phone and take a video no they have that... no they have gopros in the car so they're filming oh, the show oh my god so i'm i'm nervous and i'm like something's wrong but i don't know what's wrong i if i grab the wheel we're he's going to overcorrect right. you know and i'm like is, are you okay like is something wrong and he's like no no i'm good like sun's just in my eyes was you know? this your first time on the show that day no okay. no so you're you're used to having the cameras on yeah, you now at yeah. this point so you're living that life but i was nervous weird, yeah. it it is weird um or was but i was very nervous and i was like what i don't know what to do maybe we can just get where we're going like he'll be okay he'll like snap out of it you know didn't snap out of it so the whole wedding was a slurry mess yes it was very bad and when did you confront him? Um, well, the next morning, um, he OD'd. You were, oh. oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Lord God. And we were at his parents' house, and so me and his parents, um, his mom, I asked, I was like, please don't go to work today. I don't know. It was just something in my gut that was like, yeah. just ask her not to go. And no reason to think that, you know, just please don't go. I think something bad's going to happen. No such thing as coincidences. No. And, um, you know, his dad comes home because we're like something's wrong he's been in the bathroom for like a really long time you know and um his dad goes up there and finds him and he had this backpack that he carried around because he didn't like to lose all of his stuff you know mm-hmm. and so it's like I've there's something in the backpack too, yeah. <laughs> so his dad we locked i locked myself in the garage um and was going through the backpack and i was very confused about the things i'm seeing in yeah. this backpack you know like what is this right so I somehow get this phone number to a drug, like, resource center. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, well, explain to me what you're seeing. And I was explaining to her, and she was like, that's heroin, sweetie. And I'm like, I was going to say, you wouldn't know what a packet of heroin looks what? like. What? What? Heroin? No, what is that? What? That's from the 60s. Yeah, that yeah. sounds bad. Yeah. You know, that doesn't sound good. And she was like, no, that's what it is. So we just decided right then, like, something had to Intervention be done. Time. Yeah, yeah. It's like... It's game. It's balls to the wall. I don't Not, think I would know what a bag of heroin looked like either. It, I mean, it was like really a lot of paraphernalia, you know, and stuff. And it was just really. Like, wow. Not the honeymoon you were looking nah. for. Did you regret the marriage? Um, In that moment, I had like a fight or flight. I've never regretted like being married to Ryan. I've never had that feeling inside that said like, you need to leave, you mm-hmm. know. And I, I try to follow and trust my gut a lot because it is right a lot of the time sometimes it's wrong your gut's always right over your head i um i'll think yourself you know i stuck by my guns and like i knew i wanted to marry him before and so i was i mean yeah i'm glad that we for the for the record and again there are people out there face palming as i ask these stupid (laughs) questions because they watch the show yeah and and they're like going don't you know i mean this is ryan you're talking educational yeah Yeah. i understand so so i mean but but you guys are married Mm -hmm. you have had how many children together two 
two together, mm-hmm. and then you have another four combined. child, and you and then the two that came in with. So he had one. He had yeah. um, his son, who's thirteen. Okay. I have a son who's eight. Okay. Um, and then we have Jagger and Stella, and they are three and two. Ah, Jagger, I like that. Yeah. Big Rolling Stones fan. Mm. I guess. <laughs> um, all right. So, but so Ryan, Ryan was the star, but then you became a star in your own own right. I mean, it does. A, a quick Google, which I did, you know, planning is for dullards, my did. life motto, yeah. uh, 10 minutes before McKenzie showed up. <laughs> and uh, and the first thing that popped up was Ryan, Ryan's yeah. wife. And I said, well, who's Ryan? All right, that's, that was the first yeah. one. Like, okay, and then we f- figured that out. But after that, it was all about your new gig, your new appearance. And <laughs> yeah. I'm, I am going to say, I think the dark hair is much more complimentary. Thank too. you. Um, you apparently, I mean, you lost weight. Yeah. And I mean, people have been living their lives voyeuristically through you. Um, I think that notoriety came through a lot of hatred and like meanness from people yeah. watching because really? a lot of people could not understand like the question you asked, do you regret being married? You know, a lot of people could not understand why I stayed with Ryan. They felt like that was enabling oh, in and of itself. Oh, was you were looking for the spotlight yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and you know, you can't help who you love. And I'm not gonna give up on somebody just because you know they're going through an addiction. Like this happens so so often to so many people, and I'm I'm not gonna give up. So after the overdose, yeah, the next day mm-hmm. after your wedding, yep. How soon after that did he go off? That day. He went to Texas. Not, and so not, not yet, not to Texas. So we planned and staged this whole thing. We're going to, right now, it's, we're still in the thick of this. His dad's just got home. Got on the phone with that lady. You know, she's telling me, this is heroin, sweetie. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, well, we got to do something. So if we just get him in the car and if we can just like get some rehab going, like, maybe if we get there, he'll say yes, right? Wrong. So we planned this whole thing. It's in Memphis. He's going to do a one week in Memphis and then transfer down to Texas. So we if, get... If you knew my family, my history, my, 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 history, my own, yeah. uh, this sounds so familiar <laughs> to me. I mean, the, the, I've, I've walked these steps. Yeah. So continue, please. So we're driving to, to Memphis, and there's obviously signs, you know, Memphis that way. And he will, like, wake up out of in and out of consciousness, I guess. And it's like, where are we going? And his dad's like, the beach. You know, where people are popping up like a ball tournament, or you know, <laughs> we're just coming up with di- pulling stuff out of our ass, just, like it, just, just, just to keep him from bolting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we get there, and his dad's like, "Hey, uh, can you go in and ask for directions?" You know, oh, nobody wow. knows how to approach this. Yeah, and uh, he's he's coherent now, and he's like, "Sure." So he goes in, and they're like, "Hello, Ryan." Oh, and he was my. like, "Hey." <laughs> And they were like, do you know why you're here? And he said, yeah, like I'm here to ask for directions. And they said, you're here to change your life. And if the, the, the crap show Did started. He out? Yeah. 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 And so we had to drive back to Chattanooga and defeat like, well, we still have this problem, but like, what are we going to do about it now? Well, I, was, you know? I was going to say. Uh, so he was not admitted. No, no, not okay. then. So one, one, one of the rules is. You have to want it yourself. Right. You yeah. can't be doing it for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Not and succeed. Right. You might start the process because somebody's on your ass. Yes. Or a judge makes you, but you have got to make a psychic change right. and want it yourself. And and let's I'll cut to the chase real fast. He is clean. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he has been clean for how long? Um. Three years. 
relatively that's that's a huge success that yeah. is yeah and that, that may not seem like it to some people out there but three years is massive all right i mean the uh, next five minutes is massive uh, you know was, in this yeah, kind yeah, of absolutely. space uh, that's it's it's one day at a time exactly. one hour at a time one minute at a time <laughs> yeah one event at a time right. one one left and right hand turn in your car at a time um but the relationship is strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I want you to continue though with with the story with him. Yeah, he he didn't eventually go into Two a treatment center mm-hmm. and was and he started that process and I think it was more for me and his family. You know, he's and sure. it, it wasn't so much for himself. Um, but I got in touch with an interventionist that day that we got home from Memphis, and the interventionist is like, you know, you need to write an intervention letter, and so I'm sitting in my driveway in my car like sobbing writing this intervention letter went inside still a newlywed yeah dropped it off took the dog and said you know I'll see you and he was like calling and I made sure that me and his parents were on the same page like nobody answered the phone and if you do say like are you ready to get help you know and we were taking all this from this interventionist guy mm-hmm. and um you know, he's calling, he's mad, hanging Tough up. love time. Yeah, uh-huh. And are you ready to get help? No. Click. You know, are you ready to get help? No. Click. Mm. So two days of that, and he calls, and he's like, I've got my bags packed. I'm ready to go. I've put a lot of friends in the ground who yeah. continue to say no. Yeah. And you know what? It's their you right. It's their right. It's that's, change. That's, that's their yeah. life. I can't, I it can't is. do anything. Has he relapsed at all since within the three years? We've definitely had some ups and downs, you know, but... For the majority part, he has just done so well. Like yeah. he, the second rehab that he went to was more of a intensive. It was a ninety day, um, and he missed the birth of our son. Oh, and which is hard, but in it's really not, you know, in reality because that's just a drop in the bucket. Like my son is going to have his dad, you know, and yeah. so. It'll be one of those things that he'll always regret, though. I mean, his dad yeah, missed yeah. his birth for being in the Coast Guard, so it's just, it just seems like a generational well, back thing. When, I mean, <laughs> all dads missed the birth back when I was, you know, a, you know, the, the baby. I mean, yeah. no dad was in the in the delivery room, never, ever, ever. But uh, all right, so here, here you are now. Yeah. Uh, what your connection with Cadis? Mm-hmm. Did he go through the Cadis no. program? Mm-hmm. Uh, is he in a twelve-step program currently? He. He hate to talk about him like he doesn't exist. No, it's okay. He worked the 12 steps um, when he was at that intensive program and afterwards. And he slowly kind of transitioned away from the 12 steps to kind of make it fit like our lifestyle and his lifestyle and like what works. If he needs to go to a meeting, he'll go. Everybody does does it their own way. They do. And that's what's so crazy is that there's not a one one thing fits all, you yeah. know, no, for I, everybody. Uh, there, there are, I mean, I, I, I will, I will be going to a meeting later today. Yeah. Right. And I can tell you inside that meeting, there will be some people who are thumpers by, mm. you know, the, yeah. the book thumpers. Right. And they say, you know, you have to do it just exactly the way Bill W said to do it, or it's not going to work. But that's and what I, works I, for them. I know that not to be true. Yeah. Cause I know people who have years, decades right. of sobriety who don't follow the exact same mm-hmm. rules and, and, and everybody, you know, just like religion. It's just like religion. People pick and choose and what works works, period. If it's meditation for you, that's great. If it's if it's working outdoors and getting in the sunshine and being an adventure sport th- enthusiast, great. If it's uh, you know having to wear a hair shirt and cinch up <laughs> a, a spiked you know a belt around your your thigh like you're some sort of you know uh, you know Opus Day you know Catholic you know then they, whatever works and uh, God God bless you, you know right. just, if it works it works so 
So how did you end up working with Cadis? I just had a burden on my heart, and I, I tried to suppress that for a long time, and really I wasn't ready to talk about this because like, it was so hard to talk about it on the show. You know, they're, they're drilling me with questions that I'm not ready to, to answer at this time. You know, it was so fresh. And so now that we're kind of out of it and removed and I've had time to process everything, um, I just had this burden on my heart to reach out to anybody really that my story could help, you know, because sure. I know it's so publicized and I made so many mistakes and Ryan made mistakes and I just, somebody can identify with that can help someone. And I just want to help somebody. I think making the mistakes is part of the process. Yeah. Of course it They're is. hard. And they life. hurt. Sure. Um, let me, let me just say this real quick. This is a, uh, some, some actually Jen supplied these numbers for me today. Cadis has, I'll just get to, to the bottom line, 178 opportunities for you to change your life. 24-bed medical detox facility, 56-bed residential inpatient facility, 38-bed oasis halfway house, 24 sober living apartments, 26 family way apartments for single mothers and single fathers, 10 Samaritan male beds. Um, that's just for the men, obviously. Um, they've been doing this since way back, since 64. And the, the, the little thing at the end here, nothing changes if nothing changes. I'm going to say it another way. That's true. You know, yeah. you keep doing as you've always done, you'll keep getting what you always got. Exactly. Uh, so if you're using to excess and you don't make a, a desperate change, and desperate's the word I would use, mm -hmm. um, you're, you're, you're going to end up in jail or dead. That, uh, that's or, or the only both. two ways it's going to go. You're either going to get help or you're going to die. Like there's just not a – you can't ride the line forever right you know and like I feel like at our wedding like that was kind of the the point it came to like Ryan had ridden the line for a long time and that was where it split you know you're either going to get help or you're going to die like there there's just not another option I'm a firm believer in the expression that you are you are the sum of the total of the five, of five the five people in your circle mm -hmm. I didn't say that very well but you get what I yeah. want to mean mm -hmm. you are the the sum of the five your five largest influences mm -hmm. could be a book could be friends could be shows whatever mm -hmm. did he have a circle of people around him who were using that that kind of, of helped? course he did if he did then they were very hidden yeah and very like i've never met any of them we got it from somewhere uh, yeah exactly right. he didn't right. make it at home but <laughs> no but you know if he did which he did they were very hidden and kept. He kept me in the dark about. Well, he's a illegal. I'm happy to hear he's sober and doing well. Yeah, Does I'm it, really is, proud of him. And he, we is, may as well get a plug. I'm sorry, Jeff. Yeah. We may as well get a plug in for Grail Fitness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. why not? Let's I, talk I, about you for I, a second. I, that was actually exactly where I was going to go. Is is this what you do now for a living? Be mm -hmm. the wife of a guy that was a mess that got clean, or do you have your own gig? Um, so I'm so kind of finding out like what my space is. Like I, I went through a fitness journey and that was more of like, I've got to get help and save myself during this pandemic because I'm going to go crazy or I'm just not going to be here, you know? And so fitness was a way to like, just, it was, my, it was my coping mechanism yeah. really, you know? And, um, I found a passion for that. And so I want to help other people. So we're kind of working on some things behind the scenes, but my dad actually owns an insurance company. And so that's my projected plan for point. the rest of my life. Yeah, I'm working on my insurance certification. So I'll 
work with him. And to, an- to answer the question that some people might be asking themselves mm-hmm. right now, yes, they do get paid to be on these shows. Yeah, I this mean, is, yeah, this is not absolutely. just a total invasion of their privacy it's, for no for nothing. It is so funny. People will always say stuff like, "Oh, his parents fund your lifestyle," and you know, how how do you bums make it? You know, and I'm like. I'm not a bum on a boat, like, you know, (laughs) I'm making it somehow, and yeah, they invade your privacy for a pretty penny. Well, um, what would you like to to, to share with people right now, Uh, just your own message? Um, You you mentioned the fact that that's that's one of the things I said, there's no Ronald McDonald House for people in your situation, and uh, like I said, you know, there is... uh, I I grew up in Tinanon, because my dad was an alcoholic, Al-Anon is for those people who are akin to or are best friends or significant others of people who are alcoholics. Mm-hmm. But when it gets to drugs, I, I don't know as much about the, 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 the drug programs. Narconon, I know, is going to be very similar to, yeah. you know, to, 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 to AA or NA. Um, but, but for your situation, there's just there weren't there's any resources. Not, not there's a whole just lot of not resources. a whole lot of space for people, you know. And when I went to these meetings, you know, you were given a minute to talk and like, got a lot of shit to say like how do I say all that in like one minute you know and I just I want there to be a space for people who are family or support or spouses to say I hear you Mm -hmm. and I see you and I'm going to listen to you and you have a safe space here to to say all that you need to say you know that we can all be a community I, I want that for this town so bad because it is so bad here I think Cadis is a good partnership too. with you yeah. and maybe um gosh i had it on the tip of my tongue teen challenge mm-hmm. might be another one for you to reach out to yeah we'll definitely do that well all right um if just sum it up in a nutshell yeah. i mean you're you're the decision you made was bold mm-hmm. and unusual yeah i don't know how many people would have stuck with that situation i mean given the way it just came down like a ton of bricks maybe that actually helped you make up your mind because you didn't have a whole lot of time to think about it didn't i don't have know any time. but but what would you tell somebody who was i don't know that anybody's going to follow in exactly the same mm-hmm. uh, path but um in, in the in the same boat i mean they're in love with somebody who can't seem to stop hurting themselves right and they're being hurt in the, at the same time if they're not willing to change you cannot help that person you know you you can't you have to put yourself like when you're in an airplane you know you have to put your air mask on first before you know which is what they tell you even if you're a parent yeah and um i just want people that are going through this because there's more than you think you know to know that there is help and your person can get help but you can't sacrifice yourself in the meantime i don't think we're all pretty aware of how bad the uh, opiate situation is in the south in the country and and, and, in our area hamilton county tennessee tri-state and uh, we saw the figures just yesterday mm-hmm. released that the overdose, the number one cause of death for young people in Tennessee today is fentanyl overdose. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I mean, I didn't it's, know what fentanyl was until just a few years ago. As a parent. You know? that's and, I, com- and I grew up in yeah. a drug culture. I mean, yeah. completely. I was immersed in it. I didn't even know what it was. It's uh, not even, you know, just pure fentanyl now. It's being put in everything. And that's you can't right. see it. That's you can't right. smell it. I mean, it's in everything. There are kids, I saw a report a couple of days ago about a 12-year-old that passed away because they took an Adderall because they wanted to do better in school. I saw that. I saw that. And it was, um, it was, it was fentanyl-laced. Fentanyl. Adderall, 
laced with fentanyl, yeah. completely doing away with the entire aspect of the whole reason for Adderall yeah. to exist. Yeah. I there know. are horrible so, people yeah. in the world. Yeah, there are. You've got to be really well, careful. Well, uh, how do people get more information about you and, and whatever your ministry mission might end up being? Um, really, it's just through Cadis and through my social media platforms. I have an Instagram, and I try to share as much as I can about addiction and recovery and what I'm up to. Um, what is your handle? It's at MacEdwards95. Um, on Instagram. On Instagram, yeah. And, you know, I just make sure everybody knows I'm never going to shut up about addiction because it's just a it's just a killer. It's a huge part of your life. Your husband's at work right now. You said he's a metal fabricator. He's doing that. We have a home shop, and so he's doing that right now at Okay. Home. Mackenzie Edwards, thank you so much <laughs> yeah. for swinging by. Tell the folks thank over you. at Cadis we said, hey, I know you're going to go hook up with him later yep. today. Send that hairy guy back in if you would. <laughs> okay, I sure will. <laughs> thank very you nice so much. You. It was very so nice great to meet you guys. It was. That was that was that uh, wonderful conversation. God bless you for what you're doing too. Everybody's got one. Everybody's got one an opinion, and you know what else? And most of them stink. Brought to you by People's Home Equity. This is the editorial section of the show. And People's Home Equity wants you to get pre-approved if you're in the housing market for a mortgage. Save time, money, stress, and worry. Bruce Dodd and Trevor Glass. Five nine one nine eight zero one. Chatmortgage.com. And uh, I mentioned the weaponizing of energy earlier today on the show. And uh, that is what people are saying Vladimir Putin has done by cutting off gas to Poland and Belarus. Well, we've also weaponized space. We were talking about Space Force just yesterday, or maybe it was earlier this week. It seems like it was just yesterday. That was something that all space-going countries agreed we would never do. And now, of course, there's no doubt that anybody who can send something into space has already explored the options, but we went ahead and declared ourselves to be the operators of a space force. Now it's clearly weaponized, but check this one out. And this is, I thought I'd sent this to Russell to get his opinion on it, but apparently I didn't send it. I just got uh, flaked out this morning. Russia has now, and you knew this was going to happen at some point. We knew that, that, that we've done it as well, trained dolphins. Trained <laughs> really? dolphins in the Black Sea, yes. <clears throat> uh, deployed trained military dolphins at its naval base in the Black Sea. According to the U.S. Naval Institute, they reviewed satellite imagery of a naval base at Sevastopol Harbor and included that at least two dolphin pens were moved to the base in February. Remember back when they were still hanging on and they hadn't invaded yet because mm-hmm. they were waiting for the ground to freeze a little bit more? Yeah. It doesn't yeah. seem to be that the tanks are moving across open ground very often. They seem to be sticking to the roads, but Russia has a history of training dolphins for military purposes, using the aquatic mammal to retrieve objects or deter enemy divers. <clears throat> now, if you're a frogman, as we used to say back in G.I. Joe <laughs> days, and you are approaching a target and you're going to do some dirt to somebody, and a dolphin, a full-grown dolphin, comes at you at full speed, I promise you, you will be deterred. You will be deterred to the point where your ribs are broken, your skull could be cracked, they are huge fish. They swim at about 40 miles an hour, and they can impact you. You've seen Flipper. They, you know, they, they can attack sharks. They will hit you with the power of a truck going down the road. And, of course, they can be armed. They can literally yeah. be armed. Yeah. Just imagine a, a Claymore mine strapped to the nose of a dolphin. I was going to say probably more likely a suicide bombing dolphin would yes. be employed. But, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, as soon as I sit down, I get all clogged up. 
Uh, this goes back to the research of John C. Lilly from way yeah. way back in the '60s. Yeah, the guy who tried to talk to dolphins. Yeah, and uh, it, it, it was he was brilliant in his in mm-hmm. his own right. He was crazy, but he, uh, he also went off. He was kind of like your buddy Bob Ramdas. <laughs> you know, he kind of became a totally different person. Bob Ross? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. He didn't become Bob Ross. Um, but no, I was just uh, that the the whole southern tip of Crimea is where that naval base is. And I just find it to be intriguing. This is all. This is something we knew would happen at some point, and now we seem to have hard evidence that it has. So, what will be weaponized next? Astral projection, probably. I don't know, <laughs> I, but whatever it is, it's, it's it's scary. And again, if you think about all the chickens being fried alive, think about these remarkably intelligent and social animals who are possibly our equals on many levels. Yeah, who are now going to be blown up by yes, suicide? Yes. Okay, well, that's great. Putin certainly doesn't care. All right, the I mean, duh, we do the same thing. The duh moment, the Guardian Investment Advisors uh, bring this moment to you. Real professionals, care, commitment, kindness, always ready to talk, 710-9199. Gary Thurman and Todd McIntosh over at Guardian Investment Advisors. They have their own podcast as well. Aging in place, the duh category today. And this is just a study a poll that has been released by AP and the Nork Center for Public Affairs Research Poll. Mm-hmm. The reason I put it in the Doug category is because you could have seen this one coming, right. right? You could have seen this one coming. Older people are more comfortable with the idea of aging in place than people who are in their late earning years. Mm. I wonder why. Because they're already there. <laughs> right. 65-plus Americans are much more comfortable with the idea of growing old and literally dying in the home that they're currently in. Mm -hmm. That is their plan. They have come to accept that. They've come to adapt to the idea that that's what's going to happen, and they're cool with it. Black Americans and Latino Americans, not as much, or Latin Americans, I'm not going to say Latinx or a fuse, but the outlook among those 65 or older is very upbeat, Eight. Percent eight and ten. I, I hesitated there, saying that they're extremely or very prepared to stay in their current home as long as possible, mm-hmm. possibly to the end. When you drop down to the fifty to sixty-four year old demographic slice, these are the people now in the 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 waning years of their earning. Maybe not the maximum earning years, but it certainly should be where they're knocking away some stuff for their four hundred one ks and their retirement. You drop down to 60%, and you get lower than that, and you just see it continue to go down. The younger people out there are also saving more. Mm -hmm. Right now, they're actually putting more into retirement accounts than my generation did or Brian's generation did because they have zero reason to believe that there's going to be a safety net waiting for them. I have no faith in that whatsoever. (laughs) I I, I always said I didn't think I would see a, a penny of my Social Security but at this point, I, I know I will. I'm not doomsday on that. I think Social Security will be available for generations to come. It just I, I don't know what it'll look like. Yeah. Um, I, I think that society as a whole, that you, you know, just be, you have to have something for your elderly, or that's going to trickle down and be terrible for your sure. overall, you know, well being. What happens if you've ne- if you're maybe you had a 401k at, at one time in your life and you don't now, and you are getting older? Does well, Social, Social Security Sec- still exist for people who don't yeah. have any kind of retirement? Yeah, of course it doesn't. Yeah, Social course. Security doesn't care what you what you've done with your money. No, it's no. all it's, it's, it's a your lot, money. It's it's a lot. It is your money. Yeah, it was your, your money. money. Yeah. It's a lot like uh, 
of minimum wage is not designed to to live on. Right. You're supposed right. to be it's, also supplementing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's it's supplemental to what you're doing to com, to provide for yourself. Yeah. The social security, the people who are on a fixed income and that's all they've got coming in. They're the ones that are being hurt by inflation more than anybody because prices go up and their their income does not never will right. go up. No. And of course, you know, you can get social security, you can get disability and still make a little money on the side, but there are limitations on it. Yeah, now, but if strict you, if, limitations. If, if you have your 401k, it doesn't make any difference how rich you are. You get your social security. Yeah, you, you can have $5 million yeah. in your 401k, and you're still going to get your social security. Yeah, yeah. That, okay. that was one of those At things. least as, you know, currently. That was right. one of those yeah. things. Do you remember our friend June Griffin, uh, who used to call in all the time? And, and, and uh, she did not follow me over to the other radio station. She only tolerated me because i was at the old talk radio station and the phones existed so she could hear her own voice and she would call in and but she she made good points she was a smart woman she was just mean and and uh strange and and uh but she would say just let me keep my social security and i won't ask you for a damn thing when i get old and there were a lot of people who at the time were saying if you would give me the option to opt out I'll take care of myself, and mm -hmm. you won't owe me a dime. Yeah, but pay course, me now. Uh, but the, yeah. the, uh, America just couldn't do that as a country. All right, you're in, you're out. You're in, you're out. You're in at this level, a sliding scale. Yeah, that would So work. It's, it's just never worked that way. But certainly they knew what the results were going to be. The people who are already there, they got to be happy with it, or they're, they're, or they're not. There's no option. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, but they got to be used to it, that's for sure. At Quality Tire Pros, we look forward to keeping you on the road in 2022. If your ride is running as rough as the past two years have been, stop in today. Let us check it out. For a quality ride and one you can count on, we carry great tire brands like Michelin. No matter what you drive or where you've driven, Michelin has a tire to fit any need. Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard. Chattanooga Safety Products on Highway 58 next to the Hungry House. All your industrial footwear and PPE needs. Safety begins at your feet at Chattanooga Safety Products. Don't forget those high-quality ogre gloves on sale right now. And the first five people, if they're left, uh, who walk in and just say, I listen to the Chattanooga Drive-In Show. Hey, Dax, I'm a listener to the Chattanooga Drive-In Show. You get yourself a pair of tickets to see a CFC soccer game. That is correct. We are running out of time, so Pimp's we're going to go fast. Uh, Jason Sudeikis may have ruined his Ted Lasso reputation by serving Olivia Wilde uh, custody papers while she was on stage giving a presentation to a bunch of directors. He said he didn't know anything about it. Well, the legal process department did it anyway. Yeah. Maybe behind his back. I don't know. But that, that was kind of shocking to me. Last thing for me today, when yesterday. You get, when you get served, they, they give you the papers where they know you are. They don't care. During a presentation? Yeah, there, She absolutely. was going to be in the building absolutely. anyway. All right. Yesterday, you had said you didn't want to discuss evolution and creation. I gladly will because I don't care. I think creation is ignorant and utter nonsense. Sorry, Russell. Mm -hmm. um, if you ever wonder where we came from, the answer might be outer space. For the first time, all four major components of DNA have been detected in meteorites. A study in the journal Nature says the discovery now has scientists thinking the source code for all life might have existed in the solar system for billions of years before it eventually landed on Earth in extra, extraterrestrial rocks, which could also be ignorant and utter nonsense. I don't know. I was say, that sounds like that is a story. I, I don't think the two are mutually. <laughs> it all sounds like nonsense. I believe. <laughs> I believe in both. I believe in creation, and I believe evolution was a tool that was used by the creator. 
Uh, Bob uh, Ballard, the guy that found the Titanic and then found, of course, so many other wonderful, incredible things, wrecks, 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 but also other discoveries. When he was in town at the Hunter Lecture Series, he goes, it kind of disappoints me that I discovered the origin of life on the planet. Nobody ever talks about that, <laughs> which he says he did in, in the volcanic vents at the yeah. bottom of the ocean. And, and remarkably fascinating. He goes, sure. All I hear about is the damn Titanic. That's not even in my top 20. <laughs> so go ahead. You know, anyway. So uh, thank you very much, Pim Jen, for your corner today. And uh, Russell Love Muscle gets to flex. All right. Well, I've got, jeez, oh, I've got way too much, I think. Uh, yeah, you do. To be honest. No shorts. Um... Do you want to? Do you want to to, to hand off I think and and just hang on till tomorrow? Now Jen's probably not gonna be here. I may not be here. On, it on depends Monday. what time I get home tonight. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I'll just say um, we'll talk tomorrow about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll talk tomorrow about NATO, the relationship between NATO and how the war in Ukraine is really a NATO game and not a Ukrainian one. Um, but first, of course, a very big thank you to Color Creek Press. They sponsor this segment very graciously. They've got over 30 years of experience in the screen printing industry, and we've trusted them to handle our T-shirts, which I've yet to see, actually. I get to pick those up this week. Awesome. Can't wait. Uh, they've turned out lovely. I hear custom screen printing on provided apparel, or they can custom order it for you. Custom graphic design for your apparel as well. Up to eight colors. We're using one. They're right downtown on Cherokee Boulevard and online, colorcreekpress.com. You can also find them on Instagram. That is, again, colorcreekpress.com. Regional Roundup, Shotgun Shoutouts, brought to you by Tennessee American Water Company. Been bringing us fine, high-quality drinking water and water for everyday use, residential use, industrial use, all the uses, all the uses <laughs> since 1887. Thank you very much. And uh, I'll be quick here. I was incorrect yesterday when I said the vote. And, and I was following. This is what happens when you follow the lead of other media, but everybody said it the same way. They said it was a unanimous decision by city council. They certainly made on, it sound that way. On the political maps, redistricting, which goes into fact now they have the actual uh, final vote uh, next Tuesday, May 3rd, on Election yep. Day. Um, <clears throat> and it's not the case. Actually, oh. the vote was 7-2. to two, And Demetrius Coonrod was one that voted against it. Mm -hmm. And she said that the whole idea, we always say we want to keep communities together, but there are several communities that are just butchered and have been destroyed totally according to these maps when it comes to voting. Uh -huh. So I retract the statement that it was a unanimous decision. I, didn't want to, I apologize about that. I didn't want to jump in and say that you were wrong because I did remember Demetrius Coonrod being pretty outspoken about not liking the districting. So I assumed when you read that, I was like, oh, they must have gotten her on board somehow. Well, the, the guy that had that suit up in Athens that was being sued over the, you know, having the sign on this building. Yeah. Yes. And he lost. He lost in court. Did he really? They oh, said he that they did not infringe on his right to a freedom of speech and that he did not have the right to put up the the message on the side of his building and they said that they did not tear down his father-in-law's building in retaliation mm -hmm. and the jury just came back against him he was obviously disappointed but i i i have the full message let me read it it'll take a second uh this way because i couldn't read it because it was interrupted by the windows and vents and everything like that it says witness calls me to tell me about car being stolen out of our building Called 911, was told wouldn't stop robbery until we prove ownership, question mark. Witness confronts thieves. They ran for the car and took off. Athens PD still refused to get involved, question mark. Car found damaged and radio stolen. APD, that's the Athens Police Department, refusing to talk to witnesses or fingerprint. Met with Chief Couch and Seth Sumner. That's that's where he ran into problems by naming them by name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's been up there on his sign, every, his building ever since. Who promised to investigate, 
Well, see, who promised to investigate, well over a year later, key, key witness is still not questioned. Mayor Burris refuses to allow me to speak at city council about Carr. Is this the leadership we want? Time for change. How they can figure that that is not free speech, I don't even begin to understand. Uh, Chattanooga rents went up 14.9% in the past year. We're still well below the national average. But at this point, the median price, we talked about the median price of a home earlier this week. Median price of a two-bedroom apartment in Chattanooga, I don't even want to say it out loud. Say it. Thirteen ten. I was going to say twelve. One thousand three hundred and ten dollars a month. Fourteen point nine percent up from just a year ago. All how long does it America. take before people, I don't know, do something, live in homeless shelters? I mean, how? Oh. how what does it take to get these to come down? <laughs> I thought you were going to say flip over and, cars and, and burn right people. Now, oh, right too. now, <laughs> in in Florida and California, you have a lot of well structured, solid, stable families who are earning a lot of money who are finding themselves literally being put out on the street because their rent went from $1,800 a month to $3,400 a month in some areas, and they can't find a place to go. Everybody's situation is different. Some people are having temporary housing. Some people are in between jobs. Some people are, you know, have a life plan of moving around. All those kinds of different reasons for renting. Generally speaking, though, if you can afford thirteen hundred dollars for rent, you you're not going to pitch it. You're not going to piss it away on rent. You're going to go. Well, I don't know now. We're, we're talking about half a million dollar houses that used yeah. to cost half of that. But yeah, you're still in the you're in the mortgage conversation. You are, mm-hmm. but not if your credit score stinks. Some people choose True. to rent simply because they don't want have to to deal with all the upkeep and the maintenance and yard work and stuff like that i mean especially older folks uh well that's what condos are for yeah i understand i i I get it but i'm just i mean if i would never live in a condo if if my rent just pay for a condo before i lived in an apartment i was told to always use a condo if my rent jumped up to that price right there i would (laughs) immediately we'd we'd have to move out as quick as we could i I don't know where we can't afford 1300 a month can either heck Mm. no that's ridiculous absolutely not i could afford a mortgage before i could afford that nice Top of the Pops, and uh, appreciate you guys listening to the Chattanooga Drive-In Show today. I'll wrap it up on this. It's a good news as far as I'm concerned. It's been 50 years since the Park Service, or at least the feds, took over the Buffalo River uh, in Arkansas Hmm. and kept the Cherokees that lived in the area from gathering plants on the side of the river. 50 years ago, they were told they could no longer gather bloodroot, river cane, sage, and other things they used to make baskets, medicine, hickory nut soup, blow guns, things that were, you know, a, literally a traditional part of their life. Oh, well, yeah, stuff they've been doing for literally before we've ever been here. T- Ten <laughs> to 50,000 years, you know, indigenous folks were out there doing this stuff, yeah. and they were told you can't do it. If you take something off this federal property, you're going to face federal fines and jail time. Yeah. And yesterday, or actually last week, but they just announced it yesterday, they finally said, come on down and get you some of this stuff. And I don't know Gee, how thanks. they're going. To, I, I don't know how they're actually. I'd say you know, three <laughs> generations later, yeah. if if there's even people out there who even still know how to make these things. Yeah. I'm not a I'm not a woke person most of the time, but the way we treat the Native Americans is just so it's shameful, ridiculous. Yes, it is. Uh, Cherokee citizens gather. They said at least 76 at last count types of plants along the river that are important to the tribe, but they are celebrating this step, and they can now go back. Like I said. If, if there were Cherokee who wrote in some language theirs or ours, 
you know, a Foxfire series of books on how to continue to do things the way their ancestors did them, mm-hmm. then they'll be okay. No. Some of these skills may very well have been lost in that time. Yeah, I mean, you realize if it weren't for the the Indian Removal Act, as it was called at the time, it still is the legal name, uh, this area would not be this area. This would not be Chattanooga. This would be part of the Cherokee Nation. It'd still be called Chattanooga, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Probably not pronounced that way. Yeah, which, well, whatever it means. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Chattanooga Drive-In Show. All right, on all the platforms that we're on, which I've you know run yes. through every once in a while, I could do it again right now if I really wanted to. You don't have to. You don't have to. People I, know. I, no, Jeff, no. Somebody, somebody comes up and says, what's the best way to listen? Google what, Spotify. What, what do you tell them? Spotify, Go Apple Spotify. Podcast, yep. or Spotify. Facebook. Super fast question. I thought about this the other day. Can you listen to podcasts on Spotify if you don't pay for it? Yes. yes. Okay, because you can listen to music on Spotify if you don't pay for it, but not any music you want. You like can listen a, to right, podcasts. Right. Okay. Yeah, I've tried good. it. I tried it. Okay, good. A, people will send me links to stuff on and Spotify. Go- and Google and if they do too. that, then I can mm-hmm. always listen. But if I go to Spotify, I have a hard time finding yeah, stuff. Yeah, but the uh, only reason I ask is because Spotify is the only one of all these that there is a pay Option. Everything yeah. everything if, else is free. No matter what. Jeff is in a league of his own. If you yeah, have an we've Android already discovered phone, that. Yes. <laughs> if you have an Android phone, you can you know you can do the OK Google thing. You can sure. literally say play Chattanooga Drive-In Show and it'll do Go- it. Google Podcast is my go-to for yeah. It's, yeah. It's, for the it's, record, it's the easiest and most user-friendly. Jen, Jen's mom was on the phone this morning and the the little <laughs> conference room in there as I was getting ready. I said, put her on speakerphone. I have a question for. Her. And I said, I'm closer to your age than I am Jen's. Are you as frustrated with the ticket buying process for concerts as I am? She said, "No, it's easy." I said, <laughs> I said "But I, I, this is our generation put concerts on the map, and they're screwing us." I'm not a technical person. She goes, "Well, I was a college professor, Jeff. I don't hang out with stupid people." I thought she was a nice hippie woman. She's an extremely intelligent music professor. She threw me out. Just threw me under the she bus. Did. And said, you're an idiot. Go away. Why do you hang out with my dog? I can speak from experience. We will never compete with academics.